I'm so legendary, that's why I stand out. 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 Thank God for making me. You're now tuned into the Midas Touch Podcast. Today we have a very special guest on today. One of my best friends, my brothers, but most importantly, uh, how it relates to this episode is that he's a very, very successful entrepreneur. Um, I look up to him. He's kind of like my SF in Chinese. That's called Sifu, aka Mentor. Um, he is the owner of, which business should I talk about first? His inventory business or his Pokemon card business? Let's talk about Pokemon card business because I know a lot of you guys are Pokemon card fiends. He is the owner and founder of Pokegirl Adventures. Remember to go on PokegirlAdventures.com if you guys want to buy your Pokemon cards because that's the only place I buy my Pokemon cards. And then he also owns Immaculate Inventory. So basically whenever your house burns down, you call him and he do the adjustments for you and he records whatever that's been burned down so you claim insurance on it. And I would like to introduce Rocco Miller, my best friend. Rocco, what would you like to say to the people today? Uh, that was a very good introduction. What's going on, everybody? I'm happy to be here. This is a cool thing, and I'm very excited to record a podcast. This is actually the third podcast I've ever been on. Really? What were, what were the previous two? Um, so my friend Gabriel and this and his other friend Andy had a podcast called damn I can't remember now they would go around basically and visit local places in New York and restaurants and I think it was like what what did we do now or something along those lines and I was on that uh, one time we actually went to eat at a Polish restaurant it was a pretty funny adventure you know it was a new outside of my comfort zone experience and then there was another podcast with another fr- another friend of mine, and it was about basketball. Um, both of them no longer do podcasts, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me ask you a question. Why why was uh, the Polish restaurant uh, a different experience, or as you said, out of your comfort zone? Because uh, I don't come from a Polish background, <laughs> and I don't eat Polish food very often. My aunt is actually Serbian and, you know, they have a similar food style to Polish food. And I've never personally in my life been to a Polish restaurant besides that one time when I went with them. And I have to tell you, the food was really good. The service was really good. And it was, uh, I think it was called Little Poland in uh, Manhattan. I believe that was, it was a good restaurant, honestly. Yeah, I've known you for like 14 years. I didn't know your aunt was Serbian. I know, I know you're like a mutt. I know you're like Italian, Irish, German. Did you are you are you like Switzerland mixed too? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not Switzerland mixed. I am Italian, Irish, and German, and that that's it. Yeah, that that that's why you're so goddamn tall and good looking. Yeah. You guys, ladies, he's already taken, so don't even think about it. All right, you got money. But but are you into SBS side bitch Sundays? But I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna put you on, I'm not gonna put you on like that because Luisa hearing this she gonna be like Rocco you got a side bitch, <laughs> <laughs> so we're not gonna do that. But um, wow, little Poland in, in Manhattan, huh? That's a typical Polish thing. Restaurant. <laughs> yeah, little Poland. Wait, so wait, but what kind of food like do they do they serve though? So they have these things called pierogies, which are basically like dumplings, like Chinese dumplings. And they put pork in them, almost like dumplings. 
Um, they also have uh, cabbage. Um, and then inside the cabbage is like rice and ground beef and peas and carrots. And there's, uh, there was a lot of other things too that was eaten that day, but that was over like a year and a half ago. It was pre-COVID. <laughs> so, so, so basically the way you describe Polish food, it sounds a lot like Chinese food. <laughs> similar, similar to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. Pierogies are definitely just Polish dumplings. Interesting. I, I, I guess after this, um, lockdown this whole pandemic thing if uh the restaurant is still open <laughs> we should go try that sometime <laughs> yeah why not? yeah I, i'm always down to try different foods like i mean you know i live in corona so i'm always eating like spanish food chinese food but but thank god memi uh for those of you guys who don't know who memi is that's my wife um you know she makes a lot of different types of food japanese korean she makes a I think the only type of Italian food she knows how to make is like lasagna and pasta, but she she's pretty damn good at it. So what does Luisa make usually? A whole bunch of different things. Uh, lately, to diversify, we've been using Blue Apron uh-huh. because we have time to go food shopping. And for those of you who don't know, Blue Apron is a program where they send you ingredients and recipes for you to try and taste new foods. Um, they go against the grain with the, all food has to look pretty, you know, like all tomatoes have to be orange and look a certain way. They'll send you a green tomatoes, which taste just as good as orange tomatoes, you know, um, and a lot of people don't go for like green or yellow tomatoes, but they actually taste the same as regular orange tomatoes. But since we're conditioned in life to go after orange tomatoes, you know, just like other things in life that we're conditioned for, um, when we see a different color, we automatically push it away. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, well, well that, mm-hmm. that could be pushed into our episode about, you know, different types of investing <laughs> and you know, how people push those things away. A lot of people firstly think of real estate when you, it comes to investing, but don't really or think of the stock market, but don't think of real estate or collectibles or, you know, this there's, there's a plethora of things you can invest in even in your own personal health and hygiene. Oh, that's that's a very interesting outlook. And Blue Apron, whoever goes to Blue Apron, yo, Blue Apron gonna have, have to cut us a check eventually. I don't know, but yeah. that's a different Blue story. Apron, this podcast. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yo, Rocco made a really good point just now. You know, a lot of people are conditioned a certain way. So uh, I know most of you guys who are tuning in, uh, you guys never thought about investing or ne- never even... Uh, connected with it because maybe you guys weren't bought up to look into investments or you guys feel like I don't have enough money because honestly Rocco like when I talk to people right I'm like have you ever thought about investing or like you know buying stocks like and and stuff like that and the first thing that people usually tell me is I'm not rich I don't have a lot of money so I can't invest I mean what, what would you tell people like who tells you stuff like that that that's an excuse because they have things now like Robinhood uses snacks, mm-hmm. uh, which are just like partial shares. So you can jump in and grab partial shares and stuff like that. And there's a whole bunch of different brokerages that you can do the same. So let's say, uh, let's use Amazon as an example. Their stock price is $3,121 um, right now. And you, let's say you want to buy in, but you don't have $3,121 to throw up. Okay. That's fine. Using a platform like Robinhood, you can leverage and use $300 and still buy a partial share of Amazon. 
So if Amazon still goes up, you still make money off of that $300. Or even if it's $100, just get your head in the game, learn, and put yourself out there. You can't can't limit yourself. You have to, have to, have to pull the trigger. Uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And, you know, that remains true for everything in life. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, like, absolutely. And, you know, recently we, we posted something. Um, Amazon was only about... I forgot how much it was a share, but I know that if you were to buy a hundred share, oh, it was eighteen dollars. It, it it came on IPO, I believe, at uh twenty twelve. Oh, I forgot. I forgot when the IPO was. But the point of the story is, if you like, if you would have twenty years ago put down eighteen hundred dollars and bought a hundred shares of Amazon, twenty three years or so later, that same eighteen hundred dollars would have grown to like three hundred thousand dollars. So a lot of people who say, oh, I don't got money and stuff like that. I mean, come on, $1,800. If you don't have at least $1,000 or $2,000 in your bank account, I think you're doing something wrong. I mean, that's just me. But like what Rocco said, you know, you could buy a partial share. And that's what I love about stocks, you know, compare, you know, you, you guys know I was in the real estate game, right? Like I still got my real estate license or whatnot. I'm just not really active in the market, but I feel like, the startup capital for real estate is a lot a lot higher compared to real estate and i feel like it's a lot riskier even though people say that oh um at least you get like something tangible something you could feel you could touch but if you buy a good business it's almost just as good as buying something tangible that's just my opinion and you know like what Rocco said, Amazon's like $3,000 a share. It sounds like a lot, but you can own an amazing piece of business for $3,000 and you get to leverage, you know, top performing CEOs and and founders like like Jeff Bezos. You know, he's worth, is he worth like a trillion dollars now? Um, I don't know after his divorce. <laughs> I know his <laughs> wife is the richest woman in the world just from divorcing him. But, uh. But he's worth a lot of money. He's definitely worth a lot of money. And um, by the way, um, Amazon IPO'd in 1997. Yes. At $18 a share. Yes, exactly. That, that That's what I was trying to say. I just had my numbers. numbers he said 20 years, so you had it right. You had the length that Amazon's been on the market right. So, yeah, 1997. And uh, to correct myself earlier, sorry, Robinhood Snacks is their little uh, news feed about what's going on in the market. I meant to say Robinhood's fractional shares is what mm. you can use. Gotcha. I mean, snags, fractional shares. I mean, you, you, you guys just need to really get in the game, man. And, and like I was saying before, look, think about it. How, how, how much is a share of Amazon? Like roughly like 3000 bucks or something like that? Yeah, 30, around 3100 I think it was 3121 last time I checked. Yeah, so, so you know, for $3,000, right, you buy one share of Amazon. You guys buy one piece, right? I, I want you guys to think of a share as a piece of a business. And you could buy a piece of Amazon with $3,000. Even if you work a part-time job, you save, you know, eventually you could buy a piece of that and Amazon could still grow into something else. And like I said, you're leveraging a lot of stuff just by buying that piece of a business. For example, you don't have to go into Amazon's uh, office to operate the business. Uh, you have high performing CEOs like Jeff Bezos working for you basically because he's a billionaire. You have a billionaire working for you just for $3,000. And then whenever uh, Amazon turns a profit or they're, they're doing well and their stock goes up, you benefit from that. And you didn't really have to do anything aside from putting that money in 
one time. So I think it's just a really smart way of kind of indirectly being a business owner without having to actually be in inside a business. If that makes sense to you guys. Rocco, what do you yeah. think about that? Oh, I agree. And it's also a way to leverage your money. Listen, right. you work hard. So put your money hard at work for you. So, it, you know, it runs both ways. You know, don't live for the moment, live for the long run. A lot of people that I know are constantly saying, well, I could die tomorrow. But you can also live to be 60, 70 years old, and you don't want to be 65 years old, 66 years old, and have nothing saved. Sadly, um, I have a quick story. My grandparents were that way. They lived their life, you know, running and gunning, always living for the moment, and, you know, spending their money gambling and always having a good time. And, you know, sadly, once they retired, they didn't have any money. And, uh, you know, so it, it caused them a lot of heartache, a lot of mental heartache. And even now, uh, recently, my grandfather had passed. And now my grandmother is worried because without my grandfather's Social Security money, she only gets half of the Social Security she used to get while he was alive. So, you know, it's very important to plan for your future, not only for you, for your kids, for your grandkids, you know, and there's no better time to start than the present. If you, The earlier you start, the better you are in the long run that that's deep and you know r.i.p to paul I, i've had the pleasure of meeting him when i was younger you know definitely a good man and you know I, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear about like terry's situation sorry if i threw their names out there but no but, <laughs> but, but no but but that's deep man like you guys really need to learn from that and and, and that's the same thing i would be telling people too a lot of people are like yolo you only live once yeah exactly you only live once, so why don't you live up to your full potential, right? Like, don't you guys ever wonder if you guys just supplied yourself where you could be? And, you know, it, it's not just Rocco's grandparents, per se. I feel like most of America are living like that, running and gunning. You know, like like what Rocco was saying, gambling, having the time of their lives. Like, honestly, I see a lot of people. I, I used to live in uh, Philly during high school, as you know, Rocco, like, I still see a lot of the same dudes, man, that went to the same high school. I mean, I'm on their Instagram. You know, a few people, they working, they hustling, you know, they busting their asses. But a lot of them are still bullshitting, man. They still looking to have a good time. Like, you goddamn 28, 30. Like, you're supposed to have had your good time, you know, during high school, middle school, whatever. You know, between your 20s to your 30s or your 40s, like, you should be on grind mode. So then, once you have at least... 100k a million dollars in your bank account then maybe you could ease off the gas pedal a little bit but until then i feel like you should be grinding and honestly rocco is probably one of the best people i could have on this podcast room because honestly out of all my friends and i know a few hard i have i have a lot i know a lot of lazy people in my circle but hardworking people there's really only a few and rocco is hands down one of the most hardworking, if not the hardest worker i know this this dude I was gonna say motherfucker, but <laughs> <laughs> this this motherfucker has like one job, all right, that he works on the weekends, two businesses, you know, he's he's definitely making well over six figures, you know, he has a daughter, and he, and we're the same age. And honestly, when I look at Rocco, I'm just like, wow, like what have I been doing with my life? Like, even though you guys see me, like, oh yeah, I'm doing a little investing, I got my side hustles, but Rocco's been doing that for a very long time, and you know. Even though Rocco's white, right? Because a lot of people be like, oh, but he's white. So, you know, he... Rocco was not born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Trust me. Like, we're both from Queens, all right? Like, we're one step away from the hood. And I used to go to, you know, Rocco's house, man. Rocco's situation... Sorry for throwing your business out there, but Rocco's situation wasn't... Rocco's situation wasn't all that, man. I mean, but that's another story. 
And I just seen how Rocco, you know, just worked, just worked his way up, man. And, you know, and there were a few years where we actually lost in contact. But you know what? Rocco did the right thing because he had to just be on grind mode and just put the blindfolds on him. Because for a few years, you know, me like uh, me and, my, and our other best friend were like, yo, where's Rocco? But Rocco just been grinding. And now, you know, Rocco's back. And we're just like, wow, like Rocco's accomplished so much. And, you know, not only is he my best friend, but now he's like my partner. And I'm really, really, I feel really honored to be able to work with Rocco because he motivates and inspires me, honestly. Like just seeing all the things that he's doing. And by the way, remember to follow his Twitch, Rocco. What is your Twitch uh, every week again for your Pokedora adventures? Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 10 p.m. Uh, it's Pokey Girl Adventures. It's a channel that I do with my wife. Well, soon to be wife. We're supposed to get married next year. We're supposed to get married uh, in 2021, but now we have to push it back to 2022. But we do it together. It's our Pokemon business. Um, it's just selling Pokemon cards and packs and stuff. Yeah, definitely check it out if you can. And, and when did you start that business again? I uh, started it back in April, and we're... A little over 100k in sales in the last seven months wow you guys see that yeah started from the ground up really didn't know what i was doing at the time but i'm more of the person to put the bullet in the gun and go you know pull the trigger you just got to do it in life you got to jump whether you fail you fail you succeed you succeed and i feel like that's a mentality a lot of people don't have even though they say they do have it like, uh, I'll use an example of going to eat at a new restaurant or going on an adventure around your neighborhood isn't pulling the trigger on something. Or sitting down and talking about it isn't pulling the trigger. You actually have to move forward and do it, and you'll be surprised with what you can achieve. So, so Rocco, um, you said you started your Pokemon business back in April. Um, April of this year or last year? April of this year, April 15th of 2020, during the pandemic, in the middle of the pandemic, wow. right when the market was free falling, uh, everybody was losing their minds, the lockdowns were in effect. That's when I sat, I bunkered down and I was like, hmm, I need a different way to make some money. So let's figure this out. And and Immaculate, so when you started Girl Adventures with Luisa, right? Um, yeah. Immaculate inventory, which is which was like your main business, or is mm -hmm. your still your main business, was already doing well over six figures, right? Yeah, so well over six figures, and I didn't start Immaculate inventory till 2019, even though I incorporated it in 2016. So the first year of doing Immaculate inventory was over six figures as well. Yeah, and, and mind you guys, I remember when Rock, huh? So 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 before we even get into that part, let me tell you guys. So I've known Rocco since middle school, right? And I think he started working uh, in Long Island, like deep Long Island. I'm talking about like probably like a two hour drive one way, you know, just to go to work. And he was making like goddamn like only $2,000 a month. And then I think two years later, you know, after learning the business or wherever he was working at doing, I think, um, uh, adjustments like insurance. And yeah, like yeah, the insurance adjusting. Yep. Yeah. So. So I know Rocco was doing that, and uh, I know Rocco was already making six figures at that time, and I think he wasn't even 20 yet. I, you were like 20, right, at that time? You were yeah, really making I was six around like 20, 21. Yo, yep. let, let me tell you, man, Rock, yo, Rocco already had like a few cars, a few bikes, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but he made a few mistakes along the way. I mean, I don't know if you want to share that, but... 
of course, a lot of bad investments with buying different cars and motorcycles. You know, I was a kid having having my fun. But yeah. as you get older and the more experience you get with certain things, you know, you learn. You just you you learn from your experiences. And if you don't learn from your experiences, you're doing something wrong. Exactly. And, you know, Rocco is not the only one that does that. Like, so, so Rocco was 20 at the time, right? He was making six figures. And obviously, when you're a kid, like he said, he said he was, right? Uh, at the time and, and, and you never touch that amount of money obviously you're like yo I want to buy this I want to buy that because I, I want to experience this I want to experience experience this I want to experience that but I know people that are 40 50 60 years old that still that, that have made millions of dollars in the past couple of years and got nothing to show for so I don't know what these people are on but you know Rocco you know made his mistakes a few years back and now Right, he's he's buckling up and and let us not even talk about your bank account, but but you know we getting ready to do the house flips next year. That's another story. Yeah. But 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 yo, so I remember sitting down with Rocco last year. He was already talking about immens, uh, immaculate inventory. How he was already doing six figures. So most of the people I know, they only do one business. If they're making six figures on that one business, that's it for them. But what impresses me the most about Rocco is the fact that he's like, yo, that's not enough. I'm making six figures off that. I got a little more time on my hands. Let me start another business. Cause a lot of cause because would you agree, Rocco, that during the lockdown, I mean we're still in the pandemic, but I'm talking about the lockdown, like when the whole country was shut down, that most people were on survival mode. They were contracting rather than expanding, but instead you decided to expand by you know creating another opportunity. Listen, it was the perfect time to expand because I had nothing but extra time. So I was still busy, honestly, with the inventories because remember, at the end of the day, houses were still burning down. People were still suffering water damage claims and stuff like that. So I was still, um, it was still a necessary, a necessary thing that I had to go do. But um, but it was a lot slower than the previous year where I was hustling and bustling every day. So I had that little extra time to think. Maybe I don't want to do inventories for the next 40, 50 years of my life. Maybe I want to branch out. Maybe I want to open up a trading card store, which is something I've always thought about and tried to implement multiple times, but just never really found the right person to do it with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was time to rethink it because going out during COVID was a very dangerous thing. Um, you know, even now it's still dangerous, but we have to move on with our lives and, you know, and go back to work and do things. But during the time everybody was sitting home collecting unemployment, I wasn't able to do that. I had to continue to work. So... It really struck me mentally saying, wow, you know, what happens if one day I can't go to these houses anymore mm -hmm. and I can't photograph things uh, because, you know, my health has been slowly getting worse because mm -hmm. I do have heart problems. So I was like, so I need something that I can do that's not that labor intensive because it is very, uh, you know, physical. It's a lot of physical work to do the inventories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was like, let me think of something else. And I was like, all right, so let's just try this. So I threw $2,500 into the Pokemon stuff. And I figured it out along the way from all the way from starting out buying just on like eBay and reselling after a certain period gone by. And, you know, because a lot of collectibles, they appreciate more than depreciate. And uh, I went from there to getting my distributor's license and, you know, so on and so forth and just branching out. Within seven months, I feel like I've made leaps and bounds from where I was back in April. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I was actually going to mention that as well, that, you know, a lot of you guys be like, 
be, be having all these excuses, this, that, and the third. But Rocco has heart has heart conditions, man. And honestly, even for me, like I was even scared to go out during the lockdown. Like I, I was scared to go out because I didn't know what, what was going to happen to me. But I still saw Rocco, you know, going out, going to like New Jersey, you know, driving two to four or five hours just to get to these houses and, you know, be about his business, man. And then not only that, he would come home, uh, like, like working the whole day, right, at these houses that he went to, come home and still do the twitches. Like, I remember uh, texting him, like, 3 a.m. in the morning, and this guy's like, I just made $2,000. I'm like, who the hell is on at 3 in the morning? He's like, people from Europe. And I'm like, yo, when did you start this business again? He's like, two months ago. And I'm like, wow. So it's like, you know, success isn't just by luck. Like, a lot of you guys think... Rocco was never handed a silver spoon, you know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't born into a rich family or anything like that. It was all hard work, man. And and, and Rocco, I love how you said, uh, put down 2500 etc. But did you just, you know, out of nowhere, like, I'm going to sell Pokemon cards or it's something that, you know, you were into, you did a little research and you feel like there's a market for it before you jump in? Because I see a lot of people that be starting businesses and quitting their jobs and full-time and stuff like that and then they don't really make anything out of it so what do you think is like the best game plan like let's say somebody that has a job and wants to start a business like how, how would you go about it I'll, I'll use an example so as you know i i started the pokemon thing i used to be very into collecting pokemon um you know obviously it's a childhood thing i targeted pokemon because uh multiple reasons but the main reason being it uh a nostalgia factor for most people that are in their mid 20s or late 20s and remember those people have money now and they want to relive their childhood and so on and so forth and pokemon has been something in the recent weeks that's been growing with youtubers like logan paul uh you know steve aoki who does like um who's a musician who does music um and it's it's really been gaining popularity because not only did it become a fun thing to do and in nostalgia, once again, a very nostalgic thing to do. People are investing in it now to make money. There was a box that the original box that was ever released for Pokemon um, was 50000 about a year and a half ago. And the recent highest purchase price for it was $275,000. Wow, that's crazy. That's, that's like better right. than buying an antique car, I feel like. Yeah, so even if in 1998, when the box was released, they were $500 a box, right? Mm -hmm. If you would have bought, let's say, 10 of them, okay, $5,000, you'd be a multimillionaire today. Wow. Now, so if you would have 5000 20 years ago, well, 23 years ago, it would have been, you would have been a multimillionaire. Damn. Uh, I really wish I was more into, like, anime and Pokemon and stuff when you and Raul were into it. <laughs> but uh where i was going with all this is uh my mom who saw me doing all this stuff and you know who's constantly you know watching my streams and stuff it re i recently inspired her you know without me talking to her about it or anything but she was like you know what i want to start a business oh, you know and so she's trying to start like a bath salt and like a holistic body lotion, stuff like that, all vegan products. Uh, mm -hmm. She lives in Pennsylvania in a place where there's a, she, she can get a lot of materials over there for a cheaper price than like in New York. So that, that's what she's trying to work on now. And she's constantly reaching out to me and Louisa 
uh, who runs my businesses with me. I mean, without Luisa, I don't think I would be where I am now. I'll be honest. She does a lion's share of the work, and she has a very good work ethic and a very hard hustle, if you would say. But um, but my mom always reaches out to both of us, asking us, you know, questions. Oh, does the sticker look good? Um, does this website look good? Is this name good? You know, and she's always asking us for information. And, you know, obviously it's my mom, so I have no problem helping her out and letting mm-hmm. her know. But I also want her to do it on her own and not be reliant on me to build her business for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very important mm-hmm. to you know, look at the people around you, feed into it, learn, and try, you know, ask your questions and, you know, try to make it on your own because we only, li- you only need to get rich once, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I think before, any of you guys that are listening to this, if you guys want somebody to help you, you have to want to help yourself first. And like what Rocco says, Rocco doesn't want, you know, his mom to be reliant on him. Rocco wants his mom to eventually be independent, build on her own. And, you know, I notice a lot of people, they want X, Y, and Z done for them, but they don't want to put in the work. And I think that's wrong. And then Back to what you were saying about Louisa, and you know, I've known Louisa since middle school too. You know, actually, uh, we we all met Louisa around roughly, I would say, the same time. And yeah, I, I would say yeah, she's definitely smart. You know, like and she hustles. And but but the but what I got out out of that is, guys, if you pick a spouse, please pick somebody that's about something that that's about their hustle. Because believe me, there's so many people that divorce you know, over $300 a month, they divorce over money. So I, I, I feel like, you know, that's something Rocco, that that would never happen to Rocco and Louisa because they don't have to worry about that extra 300 a month. They make that shit in one stream, you know? So, and, and I think it's really important that we find a spouse that has the same work ethic as us. And I think Rocco, you're really lucky for that because <laughs> Memi, I don't care if you're hearing this, but I'm trying to get you on that same level, man. <laughs> it is is definitely important man it is 100 percent very important you know to have that and have that person add to your life in that way you know even if you know she didn't do the businesses with me but yet she still worked hard in other aspects it's important to have that work ethic because laziness breeds laziness Mm, it's around you and they're always lying around they're eating chips watching tv going ah just relax you know, be satisfied with what you have. No, never be satisfied with what you have. Want more. It's, you know, you only live once. Want more for yourself. Want more for your kids. Set up your kids and grandkids. Think about your life. Think about what, if you were your parents, what you would have changed, you know? And, you know, and bring that to the table and focus on what you want your kids and grandkids to have because of you. Because that's how it, it works. If you're a millionaire now, you know what? Your kids are going to have a better life or be able to leverage that. Your grandkids, your great grandkids, and so on and so forth. Exactly. And, and, and you know what's the problem, too? Like a lot of people are like, oh, Barocco, I don't want to be too greedy. Uh, there's nothing wrong with being greedy. Uh, the reason why we have what we have right now is because of greed. Think about all the technological advancements. Uh, why do we have cars? Why do we have X, Y, and Z? Because I want to go faster. <laughs> you know, that that's greed right there because you yeah. want something more, right? But a lot of people, you know, they, they, 
that they were taught from their parents, you know, to justify be that the fact that they don't have anything. So they try to make greed look like it's something bad, but it's just a way for lazy people and people who aren't about anything to basically justify uh, why they're not where they should be because they don't want to be quote unquote greedy. That's some bullshit. That's all I got to yeah. say. I agree. I agree with that statement because I hear a lot of excuses for a lot of people from a lot of people. And I also, you know, hear from a lot of people what they're about. And it's all, you know, honestly, it's all, it's all lies. Honestly, <laughs> a lot of people are like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. But then nobody jumps at the opportunities, you know, and it's, uh, I, I have no, no excuse for anybody who doesn't want to work hard. There's Bro. no reason. If you want to just chill and hang out, then listen, chill and hang out, but do it, you know, do it by yourself. Don't try to drag other people around you down with you. Yeah, Rocco, you don't have to keep it PG-13. You were saying they were all lies. I know you wanted to say that was all bullshit. <laughs> you could curse on the show. It's all bullshit. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. No. Uh, Rocco wants to be nice today. But all right, um, Ro Rocco, do you think there's anything, you know, any other messages we could, you know, tell the audience to basically help them elevate, you know, their mindset, make them want to, you know, any more tips you got for them? The only tip I have is ask questions and do it. Don't be one of the people who talk about it and complain. I actually did a little vlog a while ago that I never released on my YouTube, but it was because I was tired of people yelling and screaming that they want to do this, they want to do that, that they should have more, but then they do nothing about it. So my only recommendation is do something about it. You have today, you have tomorrow, you have next week, but just goddamn start. Don't talk about it. Just do it. Exactly. Like, same with me. I have a lot of people, Kai, I'm interested in investing. They'd be DMing me, and then I'm like, all right, no problem. Join the program. It's 20 a month. Oh, but I don't want to spend extra money. Yo, listen, man. If you, if you guys listen to this, I don't even care. If you don't even have the balls to invest $20 a month in a program that could really change your life, because honestly, and, and I'm going to keep it all the way real, that Midas Touch Investing Program Rocco's part of it. Rocco, Rocco is one of the consultants. Like he's my partner. So a lot of the pics you guys will be seeing, a lot of the content is also going to be from Rocco. And Rocco does numbers, right? The sixty thousand dollar plays that you guys see, the screenshots, that's Rocco. All right. And Rocco started off by you know following uh, the program and stuff because Rocco was more like of a charts guy. He never really learned you know how to read financials. I, on the other hand, was different from him. Because uh, I'm an accounting background. I have an accounting background. So I like to look at financial statements, but I never really looked at the charts. So Rocco and I was a great combination in that sense because Rocco showed me how to read charts. I showed him how to read financial statements. And that's how, you know, we kind of linked up together. And, you know, we're giving some really valuable picks, man. We have members that generated thousands of dollars just within a couple months and they never even made a trade before. So you telling me, for $20 a month, if you don't even have the guts to put that money up, because honestly, we spend that shit on like a shitty meal in the city here. <laughs> Rocco, I'm buying right? Rocco, how, how, much, how, much, um, how much lunch costs in the city? At least $25 uh, a day when I'm here. The two days uh, on the weekend, I spend $25 on Saturdays and $25 on Sundays. So $50 right there. Right. So. You know, if you don't have the $20 and not only investing in vice in the stock market, let's say if you have questions about options, equities, um, real estate, 
You know, there's there's so many things that you can leverage and ask. Even investing in collectibles, you know, it, it really gives you the leverage of reaching out and asking questions, you know, on what you should invest in. Even if you're investing in gold, silver, you know, Bitcoin, there's always questions. And, you know, I can't believe on Friday Bitcoin hit a new, uh, well, not an all-time high, but a new high from when it uh, fell down from 20,000. And it looks like it's going to surge back up over that 20K. Again, yeah, I mean... But that's for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, crypto, uh, it, it's gonna be very hard, like, to predict its its bottoms and its highs. But honestly, guys, for literally twenty dollars a month, you guys get to leverage both of our experiences, our knowledge, like the 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 amount of years that it took us to acquire all these gems. You guys could get it all for just twenty dollars a month, and I. Have some people telling me I don't want to spend extra money. Are you shitting me? That tells me, honestly, anybody who isn't even willing to put up the 20 a month, you don't deserve success. You don't deserve to make the 200, 2,000 a day, the numbers that Rocco and I are doing because you can't even put forward $20. You can't even take two minutes, not even two minutes, 20 seconds, boom, click on the link, join. Put your credit card so simple and then you get all these picks you guys are able to ask us questions but a lot of you guys want to be leechers you guys want to sit on the benches the, the benches and be bench warmers so so what do i mean by that you at the benches of the sidelines watching the plays that rocco and i are doing boom the, the money that we're making like every day from the stock market that's one number two you guys are trying to ask me questions without paying for my time and i'm not even asking for a lot of money $20 a month, how much does that even equate to, right? Like like pennies, like you're literally paying me pennies for every single question that you're asking me that could really help you, you know, elevate your bank account. So come on, man, smarten up. You guys really need to smarten up, man, because honestly, I never really had the money either, but I had a lot of desire. So when I didn't have the capital, I invested the time and Rocco as well, obviously, and, you know, just ed educating ourselves and, uh, learning from different people, etc. So we put a lot of time and effort into that to package everything up to give it to you guys in a box. Merry Christmas, twenty a month. Yeah, that only comes out to sixty-five cents a day. Oh my god! You give a bomb street more money than that. Seriously, I literally gave a, a homeless guy a dollar yesterday. It was when I was on the train. So, I mean, that's a different story, man. A lot of these people, ah, uh, we we go on and on, but. But guys, yeah. smart enough, man. Don't don't be stupid. Like like honestly, like don't be silly. Cause honestly, look, if you're talking to somebody like Rocco, right, who's doing like goddamn like two hundred thousand dollars a year, and you're not even willing to put up twenty a month, do you think Rocco even wants to talk to you? Cause Rocco will just look at you like, and I'm not even just talking about Rocco. Like anybody that's doing numbers a year, they'll look at you funny. Like, yo, this guy's a bum. Like, he don't even want to put up $20. I don't even want to play with him. I don't even want to rock with him. Tell me not, Rocco. Yeah, that's true. Because then you're not about about it, about learning, about the knowledge, and about utilizing, you know, it, other people's mindsets and information. I mean, for 20 bucks, it's it's not that crazy. So we, we, we don't even want to waste our time with people like that. So, Rocco, man, thank you for tuning in. And I'm going to keep it all the way real with you guys. This was only supposed to be a test run just to see if <laughs> this was just supposed to be a test run just to see if uh, the recording even works. So I hope 
that everything we just spoke about is actually recorded and, and and I'm actually able to upload it because this was just supposed to be a test run, but it actually ended up being a decent combo. What do you think, Rocco? Yeah, so too. We're approaching the 40 minute mark too. Which is pretty- I know. I, I usually only do like 15 to 20 minutes, but hey, Rocco doesn't always have a lot of time, man. Yesterday I called him twice. He'll, I called him four times yesterday. He only answered one out of the four phone calls. I feel very honored already. <laughs> so so you know I, I feel really so it's definitely been an honor Rocco to have you you know on the show and I'm sure that you know like as we're doing the whole program and stuff together you know we'll, we'll definitely be getting on and you know giving people more and more advice you know be it collectibles crypto because honestly Rocco R- Rocco's like my mentor I, I look up to Rocco I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it all the way real with you guys like I I look up to Rocco from business aspects investment aspects you know like he's just so well-rounded like not only is he a good business person a good investor uh a a good person but he's also a good father and and a soon-to-be good husband you know he's a great fiance right now i mean unless louisa thinks different but that's a different story (laughs) so so you you never implement sbs right savage sundays right no all right all right right, right. that's for another show all right louisa you heard that right sbs but so so but Luisa been messing with Nick with the big deck, right? <laughs> <laughs> He'd be taking her to Wendy's. All right, but, but, but that's another story. I, I don't mean to throw smut on your jacket. But all right, Rocco, thank you for tuning in. Um, we'll definitely be doing more episodes, man. I, I, think, I think this was pretty decent. I think we could do this a little more. What do you think? Yeah, I'm down. Always. All right. So until next time, guys, thank you. Thank all you right. Later, in. guys. Oh wait, wait! Before we end this, Rocco, uh, yeah, um, your your websites, your links, anything you want to share with them to follow or anything like that? Um, yeah, sure. Pokey Girl Adventures on Instagram, Rocco Mill M I L L Y T on Instagram is my personal account, and yeah, you can check us out at PokeyGirlAdventures.com or if you're looking for an inventory to be done on a loss that you have, uh, ImmaculateInv.com. Thank you so much, Rocco. All right, man. Sounds good. Later. Later. I'm so legendary, that's why I stand out. I'm so legendary, that's why I stand out. I was only seven when these soldiers went to heaven. As I get older, my story gets told in the end. Remember to mention me as a legend. On top of buildings, that's where I stand now. Shout out to Crack. Shout out to Stealth. Shout out to Rondu. Legendary.